the Tech Writer Voices. Last week, I was talking to Scott Abel from Content Management Pros about content management systems, and he mentioned that you don't have to invest millions of dollars into a content management system. You can get one for free, an open source, low-cost solution. And so a few days ago, I ran into a site powered by software called Joomla, which is an open source content management system. And I was really impressed by this site. I thought it looked really attractive and well-organized, and, <clears throat> and I wanted to learn more about it. So I contacted the author, who happened to be Sean Weller from South Africa. And he had some really interesting things to say about Joomla. And in this episode, I, I asked him questions, as I pretty much do on every episode. And he gives us all the details about Joomla, um, in terms of why, what advantages how to implement it, uh, everything you'd want to know. I've been in, in the technical writing business for about 15 years, and you know, part of it is programming and, and, and also you know, writing, and I, I manage my own company um, based in Johannesburg in South Africa. Um, we mostly export our services to software and hardware technology vendors um, in uh, Europe and over in the uh, United States. Um, that's pretty much what we do. Um, really manage all our interactions through through the internet. Now, tell me about Joomla. What what exactly is it? What does Joomla stand for? Mm. Um, Joomla is a content management system that is released under an open source license and. Um, essentially, you can use it for a wide range of things. I mean, everything from a simple website right through to complex corporate a uh, applications. Uh, one of the big advantages to Joomla is that it's it's a uh, quite a robust and, and yet simple to use um, content management system. Um, why the name Joomla? Um, well, I guess. Um, it is a strange name, but uh, what I've understood is that Joomla is the phonetic spelling for a Swahili word, which uh, means all together, or um, another way of saying it is as a as a, a whole. So that's where the name came from, I understand. I didn't choose the name, but I think it's a good name. <laughs> now, your website uses Joomla. Yeah. So why did you decide to use Joomla to, to implement your site? Um, the first reason was it was open source. Um, Inwards is uh, very much um, aligned with using an open source strategy to be able to deliver or to be able to develop uh, products. So we had to find a solution that was good for us. Um, we searched around and evaluated a number of different solutions, taking into consideration the technical aspects as well as the usability aspects. And we found that the best balance was actually in, in uh, Joomla. Um, we looked at other tools. I mean, Joomla is not the only solution. Drupal, for example. Um, and while Drupal had many great technical qualities from a content management and, and from the user end perspective, it was just a bit more complicated than uh, I think the, the average user wanted to, to go into. Um, Yet with Joomla, we still had the flexibility um, uh, in a very, very simple user interface. It was very, very flexible to be able to change, add, remove things without having to actually code any, any, uh, any language. Um, it's really a click, uh, drag and drop. Well, not really a drag and drop, but you know, click, publish type of, uh, type of world. 
Um, the, the overall look and feel that, that, that comes with the uh, uh, presentation level of Joomla was very, very good, um, quite elegant. Um, and if we wanted to, uh, we still, even though it was a simple environment, had the ability to go in and do a lot more customization, but that would obviously require a uh, level of programming skills. So that's why we decided to choose it. Does Joomla have templates or other sort of themes that you can apply? Yes. Um, Joomla as a whole is, is actually a, uh, d a development framework in its very, very first layer. And uh, based upon that framework is, is a modular architecture which is comprised of different component types. Um, one of one of the component types that is obviously you know, very very visible to to a user is the template uh, or the uh, consistent cookie cutter that that is used to uh, mark out where uh, content types will show or won't show on on a on a, on a uh, screen. Uh, you can actually download many uh, free templates. Um, some guys have developed all sorts of types of templates, um, and many of those are very good, and you can use them, and you can enhance them to your own requirements. Uh, there's also guys out there who are developing professional commercial templates. In other words, you actually purchase them from them. Um, those templates tend to be of a, of a better quality than just something that someone was experimenting with and hacked together and decided just to put on, put on a website for, for free download. Um, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of templates out there um, ranging for, and most of them have different applications. They, they're good for a small business site or good for a portal or good for an e-commerce um, type of uh, web. Each of them has its own little unique attributes. Now, when you s talk about Joomla being a content management system, is there any particular tool or feature that it has that makes it a content management system? Well, yeah. There is, first of all, um, some type of workflow, uh, which is in the back. Uh, users are assigned roles. Um, the, the first level is a, a, an ordinary registered user, and, and that registered user really does not have any editing capability, um, unless, of course, you decide to give them a certain um, uh, capability. Um, you might, for example, give them the ability to upload an article to, to the website. Um, but obviously you wouldn't want that article just to be published without somebody actually verifying and um, you know, just, just looking through that article. And you can then pass it on to the next person who, who's actually got author, author rights and they can then review the article um, and then pass it on to the person who's actually got the publishing rights. So a workflow actually follows through in terms of the authoring process. And a pub just because the person has a publishing right doesn't mean that we pushes the publish button. It actually has to show up now. You can actually schedule content to be published on a certain date and then to expire on a, an, on, a, on a date later than that. So once you start to build up a pipeline of content, for example, news stories, um, you know, something building up, uh, you're going to an exhibition, but you don't want to release this press release before X, Y, Z time, um, you can actually start to do the work ahead of time, get people collaborating on the article or the press release online without actually it being visible on the front end. And then really once you've pushed it to publish on a certain date, it's just a fire and forget. Um, on that date, just magically that press release appears. 
How much information, how many pages can you put in a, in a Joomla site? Can it hold 10,000, or is it more designed for smaller <laughs> system, systems? Um, it's a good question. It's, it's, I think the, there's a number of variables one has to take in consideration. I think generically these can apply to, to, to most systems. Um, one is obviously the uh, platform on which it's running, um, how much RAM, um, you know, is, is that web server that it's running on uh, robust enough and does it have enough bandwidth um, to be able to, uh, you know, load the type of information um, you want, um, the disk space. Um, but in the very, very back end of Joomla, it's, it's really a MySQL database. Um, MySQL you know, literally could really uh, expand um, to, to as much as you want. Um, the, the question then becomes, because the information is not actually contained within the website's pages themselves, uh, and or rather the content itself is actually stored inside the database, is that you have a web page that, that may be one page able to display any infinite number of content items. So really the number of pages may be small in comparison to the number of permutations for of, of content that may be displayed in that one page. Almost like a template um, box, and you can put anything you like into that box. And depending on what the user is clicking on or reading, um, you know, either, the block, either the content will be orange or it will be blue, depending on, on, on what's using. So, so the number of pages is really just relative to... Um, an infinite number, uh, you know, depending on, on, on the limitations of the uh, system that's running in the back end. Now, you said earlier that Joomla is open source. Uh, what exactly does that mean, and how does that make it better or worse? I think, you know, open source is, is something that's you know, hot on the lips of everybody, um, you know, especially last year. We've seen a lot of press around open source. There's a lot of questions around open source and you know, what does it actually mean? Um, from, from a corporate perspective, what, is it, what does it actually mean? Uh, what are the licensing implications? From a developer perspective as well, um, the first thing from a developer's perspective is that you know, open source means that you have the ability to download you have the ability to um, view the actual code, uh, modify it, and redistribute it um, under the terms of the license. Um, so, on that side, it's it's um, uh, it's quite helpful in terms of uh, innovation. Um, one doesn't really have to go out there and reinvent the whole wheel and build everything from scratch, which is. Um, in the case of uh, a person starting a company, for example, uh, the licensing fees aren't really applicable. Um, the, the forward leap that they get in technology for virtually no cost is uh, tremendous. Um, on, a, on a corporate level, actually using open source technology, uh, the, the first advantage that, that I like to look at it is just really transparency. Um, the idea behind the open source is that no one actually really owns owns that um, piece of software, uh, as it were, uh, and it's it's really that there's a a community around the software who's developing it and helping to support it. So, 
with an open source application, you should have full transparency into what that piece of technology is about, and you should therefore have control over it. Um, it depends really whether you have the capabilities to be able to make changes. Um, if not, where can you get the support from? And in the, in the traditional model um, of proprietary software, you would really look back to the software application vendor as kind of, uh, shall we say, one, one throat to, to uh, throttle. Um, the question on open source is, well, who do you turn to if you, you know, got a problem? There's no one throat to actually throttle. So from that perspective, the... Um, the, the questions of can you get support for open source are, are, are really questionable. Um, many people can't uh, live with the fact of that, that it's going to be community supported. Um, but then they could also go out there and find an, a, a vendor who's actually supporting the product and, and has built a little business on, on the technology and from that perspective um, gain the support they need. Um, on the other side, if you look at... Uh, open source versus proprietary, you're going to look at and say, well, what happens if Joomla was built by a proprietary company who licensed the code and then that company collapsed uh, and was no longer? Um, really, you would struggle to get any, any, any long-term support for that project and you probably have to close it down. Uh, with an open source model, you don't really have that. So open source also means that uh, when, when, when your current service or, or, or support provider is no longer in business, you have other options. Uh, that's what open source means to me, anyway. Can you talk a little bit about what competitors exist for Joomla, both um, competitors that are also free and open source and competitors mm -hmm. that are proprietary in charge? Mm. There's any number of uh, different competitive options. Um, the, the strongest competitors in an open source model are obviously the, um, the Drupal, um, which is actually developed here or started to be developed and headed up by a chap here in South Africa. Um, that product has done very, very well. It's got a very, very loyal following, quite a, quite a big user base, um, some very nice technological capabilities. The, the next thing that was quite new, um, and I see that TechWriter Voices was built on that, was WordPress. Um, you know, WordPress's uh, application is a, a bit different. Um, it's, it's more towards a personalized publishing and a blogging type system. Uh, or while Drupal and Joomla have these capabilities, um, they're not quite only focused on that model. In terms of commercial programs, um, there's a range of, of uh, commercial programs. Um, some of them um, we already know, uh, the scaled-down versions of, of the uh, uh, Hummingbird-type systems, which integrate document management with content management. And, uh, you know, in terms of um, uh, the scope, there must be, I don't know, 30 or 40 different, different programs. But all of them are playing in, in a slightly different space, and in, in, in a slightly different niche or, or vertical, as it were. Well, what exactly can you do with Joomla that you can't do with WordPress? Basically, um, the, the architecture behind Joomla is, even though it's giving you a web-based content management system, can, can also be used as a web-based application development platform, if you, if you wish. Um, and the architecture includes or, or supports features such as developing a module or a component or a plugin to the system. So f from, from an extensibility 
perspective, um, you actually can can drive uh, f- full web-based applications. Um, we there are actually many many extensions already developed to Joomla. Um, so the number of uh, extensions available out there are are huge in comparison to what you currently have with WordPress. It's a bit of an unfair comparison because WordPress has only been around a very short time. Um, but for example, the um, the community builder um, uh, extension to Joomla allows you to put up a website and and through the user registration start to do um, really really complex community building operations from within your web space. Um, the ability to integrate um, uh, newsletter management um, and also even document management, lots of files. Who can see what files when they can see them? Um, giving other people the ability to l- log in and whether they can edit or not edit content. Um, so a much, much broader uh, field of uh, technical capabilities. Y- you mentioned newsletters. Can you talk a little bit more about that, why Joomla would be a good platform for running newsletters? Um, yeah, you know, there, is, there is one... Um, uh, use space for Joomla, which is um, around the new media model, um, and that's often in the, in the form of a magazine or a, uh, a uh, specific interest group and um, clubs. And in that space, the ability to actually send out something regularly uh, to a, uh, a user group or to a registered user group is is, is quite helpful. Um, there is a component already developed um, for Joomla, which you actually install over and above Joomla, and it's it's really uh, it's it's called Akajum. Um and Akajum really allows you to author a press release or an article inside Joomla, and then dynamically add that into a uh, email or, or a newsletter that you can actually compose by actually taking each of those. Um, articles and taking just the just the intro part um, and embedding it into an email um, as a as as a link dynamically. Um, once you've got your user registration, your content development, and your newsletter management system all integrated into one system like this, uh, you don't you have less problems in terms of uh, managing the user database on the registered side to your subscribed um, your uh, email subscriber base, and then also it's just the actual deployment and um, and the uh, publishing process just becomes a lot quicker. Sean, how did you learn how to how to use Joomla? Did you read the manual? Did you study user groups, or did you just figure <laughs> it out? I mean, yeah, one of the one one of the hard things with open source is is that um, they don't really pay much attention to the user manuals, um, uh, which is sad, really, because I think um, you know, that's that's one one of the one of the best ways to actually get people to be pro- uh, proficient with with any piece of software. Um, the best way to get to hand or to, or to grips with Joomla is obviously scan over their website. Um, there are some basic tutorials out there, um, but not a not a fully comprehensive um, uh, uh, user manual, as it were. Install it, uh, and then really just load the uh, default content that um, uh, is installed 
with Joomla and just play with the various different types of content there, uh, experiment, um, and obviously do it on a system that, that's not live. Um, and just don't be afraid. Just, just try to push the envelope with every single feature that you find inside the system. Um, it took me, and it might vary for different people, but it took me about a total of three weeks until I really felt, well, I'm comfortable. I can, I can, I can move content from displaying in one location of the screen to another location. I can, I can randomize that content um, and pretty much do what I wanted to do uh, in order to achieve a, a website that I was happy to publish. How do you install it? Um, it it's actually made very, very simple. Um, obviously, you do need to have a, a little bit of knowledge about some of the back end because you do need to have a MySQL database. So setting up a MySQL database is, is, is the first step. And obviously, a MySQL database requires a user uh, and a password. Um, you have to obviously know that username. You've established that you've got to connect to. Um, you can really just take the uh, compressed archive, which is a tarball normally, um, and upload that uh, to your to your web server into the into the uh, root space where you're going to be hosting it. Extract that file, and then just go to your web browser and just call the URL. And on 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 the first time that you call the URL. Um, a, a web a web-based installer will actually be displayed to you. It, it, it explains to you exactly the steps you're going to go through, um, and each step of the way you just answer the questions. Pretty much like installing on a Windows desktop through you know a setup wizard. Um, you you obviously have to um, you know set various permissions on 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 directories, and once you've actually completed the, those permissions. Um, define how you're going to connect to the database uh, using the user, the user and password that you, that you already created. Um, once you've completed the setup, it's really just a case of deleting the installation folder. And once you've deleted the installation folder, um, you call the, the website again and um, voila, you, you've got your website. Um, at that point, you're really sitting with a generic Joomla install, which actually gives you quite, a, quite, an, quite an attractive template, and it gives you a layout of all the different features, functions, and buttons. And just by studying that, you can actually start to, you know, get get your way. Um, and then, because you've got two aspects to a website, you you should now look at configuring it. Um, and Joomla gives you the web front end, and it gives you an administration back end. You then just go into the administration backend and and you tweak the configuration parameters to the way that you want them, test them, and from then on it's just a case of doing what you want and customizing. You know, I I have the cPanel sort of administrative feature on my web host, yeah. and I notice they also have an auto install sort of feature for Joomla too. Through the, yeah, the sort of underneath the fantastic code. Or something. Yeah, yeah, that's um. Yeah. That's the non-technical person's way of doing it. cPanel is a great tool. Um, it, it, it just makes life so much easier, um, and it en- and enables you know um, the average person who just wants to put up a website to actually you know administrate and do things quite easily. So Drupal, WordPress, um, Joomla, and many of the